It's the sequel. What is going on? I hope you're ready for this next episode. I sure as hell was ready for it. I had so many questions coming in. There was We had to continue the whole story about the divorce. I learned so much the last time. I had no idea what was in store for me this time. My mom did not disappoint. Um, I just want to get right into it. It is really, it's heartfelt. There's a lot of emotion here. We you know talk about the coming of the end of the divorce, how it all finished, and what my mom did, some of the decisions that she made that really set the stage for the remaining few years of my dad's life. So it's a really good episode. I'm going to love it for real, well, for infinity, eternity, whatever. Choose one of those words. Love you guys. Like, share, subscribe, all of that good stuff. Uh, Let's go. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> You're up awful early on a Saturday. I already went for a run. Jesus. <laughs> Good for you. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Uh, got up and made coffee. <laughs> <laughs> so it's almost the same. Yeah, sort of. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Had the doors open. So I'm getting fresh air, so. Right on myself as well. It's finally cooled off. Back to normal. Back to normal here in the Pacific Northwest. Thank goodness. Are you recording? We don't want any snafus on this episode. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Oops. Yeah, God forbid if anything happened on this one. Yeah, we just have to do it again, so. I know, really, so. How you feeling, Mom? Good. I got kind of a sinus headache. <clears throat> a little yeah. bit. Yeah, just just a tiny bit. I had it yesterday, too. I think it's just changing the seasons. Which sounds crazy because it's still, you know, it's just August. I was just going to say, isn't it just August? It's just August. But, you know, we've had rainy, cool. We've had your weather. Yeah, that's what I hear. Yeah. And um, freezing at work. Literally freezing at work. Like, you could hardly even feel your toes. It was so cold. Damn. Oh, I know. It's ridiculous. So, so yeah, I just think it's just the the atmosphere it's screwing with me a little bit. Think but all as well. Might might it just be all in your head? <laughs> it is in my head. It's in my sinuses. Ah, <laughs> you're funny. Ah, I just funny. got jokes, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> just got jokes. Thank this you. Morning. Thank you. <laughs> oh. Someone get her up on stage at the Looney Bin. Open mic night. Exactly. Ugh, yeah. I thought about that after we talked. It's like, ah, that'd be so scary. I remember, remember that time that I came down 
I used to live in a great bend, and we all, you and Cassie took me with all your friends, so we went to the Looney Bend to watch Andy Mack one night. I do vaguely remember that. Yeah, it was like a long time ago. Yeah. And he was like... He was like one of the last ones because I, because I think I was supposed to go home that night because we didn't think it was going to last that long. I kind right. of think that, yeah. But after what we had those big, big old drinks that they served there and <laughs> fried food, they, and they call them lobotomies. Lobotomies, yeah, yeah. That's, that, it. that's a Midwest thing, like naming naming alcoholic <laughs> drinks after st- stuff like that. Stupid there's, there's, stuff. There's none of that over here, as far as really? I'm aware. Yeah. Which isn't necessarily a good thing. Sometimes you need a lobotomy. <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah. Or Casuela uh, uh, from that uh, terrible fa- uh, Mexican restaurant. Uh, yeah, I still not have had one of those. Ow! Like, you could walk back to your home. I don't understand. <laughs> I know. I don't. 52 ounces of flaming liquor. Literally flaming. <laughs> yeah, literally flaming um yeah we were gonna do that before he left and never got it done it's all right hopefully they're not gonna go anywhere i mean i I say hopefully just for the booze but because the (laughs) restaurant's pretty terrible sorry felipe's your, your your stuff's terrible Really, really bad. It serves a purpose, obviously, to, to coat your stomach as you drink liquor that's on exactly. fire. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I mean, we've had decent meals. We go there not not as often as we did at work. How dare you? Uh, How dare you? Whatever. Can't go to Monterey. Monterey, where is that? Uh, it's out west. It's relatively, uh, yeah. It's really good. Buddy, I've heard uh, of it. Buddy's, I mean, yeah, Buddy's friend, uh, his family owns it. Oh, yeah. Well, I'll check it out. Yeah. We do about as far down as we make it is margaritas. Nothing wrong with margaritas. No, but I will tell you, I've been at Ruben's a couple times. It's been like a couple years since I've been there. Yeah. But the times that I was there, I really liked their food for lunch. Cool. Yeah. Yep. So you ready to get into it? <laughs> no, not really. No, you're not? Yeah. Um, I think you're ready. Whatever. I was born ready, Walker. <laughs> <laughs> so you've had some time to think about it. You've had some time to think about the last episode we did, which is going up today, right after we record this. Oh, yeah. People will be happy. It, so you've had some time to think and reflect. Anything? Uh, just what do you what do you think? Anything you wish you didn't say? Anything you wish that you... Anything that you need to say at this point? Like, before we dive into it, like, what do you really think? I, if, uh, if my memory serves me right, you've talked about this with a few people. So what's going yeah. on? Yeah. Yeah. No, I have. I have a really good friend at work, and... Um, a couple good friends at work and we've we've talked about about what i'm doing and (laughs) they're so cute you know they're they're very concerned very you know are you gonna be okay you know this is really tough for you to do and yeah it is but no i feel fine 
I mean, I do feel bad a little bit uh, that she didn't know a whole lot that was going on. But then the other part of me is like, well, I'm glad you didn't know. Yeah. So you're glad that you lied. I didn't lie. I just didn't tell you. It's called a lie by omission. I'm not going to split hairs with you about semantics. We're not going to, we're not going to fall down the well of you and I arguing about the meaning of words. Can we just agree that that's the case? (laughs) (laughs) Agree with Walker. Yeah. Can you just not? No, I do not believe it was lying. That's that's rude. It's super rude. Oh, it is not. You flip it around, you would feel the other way. Oh, well, that kind of happened with you guys. I disagree with that. I told told you as it was going down. No, 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 no. After I found out. What do you mean? Um, The move to Seattle. Cassie's job. Yeah, what about it? Yeah, who told me? How did I learn? I have no idea. I'm drawing a blank. Teresa told me. Teresa told you before we did, like that day. Yeah, but she was shocked that I didn't know, and I was shocked I didn't know. Well, uh, yeah, I'm not going to go into that. I mean, I will will address the fact that she she told you before we had a chance to tell you. I didn't want to call you at work, if I remember correctly, or something like that. But it's not like it was kept from you. I know, but... I didn't even know that she knew. No, you didn't? No. I mean, how was years ago? I don't, I don't remember much. Uh, yeah, I don't. don't Memory's weird sh- like that. Oh my god! Yes, it is. It is, it is odd. It is. It it's is. Very how strange. strange, isn't it? Mm-hmm. How that works. So, what do your friends Crazy. say? They just think I'm a very brave person. <laughs> okay. I like that. I like I, I that guess. a lot. Yeah, yeah. No, it's so. It's just to me, it's super cute how concerned they are, and it, it's nice to have friends like that. It is you nice. Know, it's good stuff. They know. They know I'm gonna be fine. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it is just like reliving it all over again, minus all of the craziness. <laughs> <laughs> It really is so. There, oh, one of them even asked permission to listen to the episode. <laughs> I was like, "It's public. <laughs> it's an open book. That's why it's out there." <laughs> it's the whole point. <sighs> yeah, you think there's sometimes too much openness from people? No, really. Of course not. I think we're in this weird stage where we haven't yet figured out how to um, how to hear what people think. So liars are still liars still have a uh, still have a few moments, but it's leaving. It's 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 fleeting. I think all of that's going to be a uh, all of that's going to be really ancient, out of date thinking here pretty soon. By the time Jace is in his forties and fifties, it's yeah, our, our notions of privacy and 
communication are going to seem so bizarre uh to us right now that yeah it'll be it'll be very similar to hearing people discuss whether or not stories should be written down as opposed to uh told via spoken word like they did in like ancient greece and shit like that it's just gonna seem so different to us but completely normal to them yeah so do you think that well, I think everybody, and I'm, I'm sure this is not what you're saying, but everybody deserves privacy. I don't think everybody needs to know everything, right? With, well, with everyone, with if everyone knows everything, the, the, well, yeah, there's technically no privacy, but then what's the point? What's the point? I mean, you can't sift through all of that, like... If everyone can just, then everyone just can have the opportunity to understand the truth of the matter. I think that it's so it's so radical that we like to hold secrets and stuff like the it's so radical of an idea that but everyone could just know everything. That I'm not saying it's good or bad. I'm really interested to how it's going to turn out, but I'm not I'm not scared about it. Uh, I don't think I'm scared about it either. I never really gave it much thought, but I do think there are some things, and this prob this <laughs> this episode probably borderlines on on it. But I think there are just some things that you know people just don't need to know about you or your life or your thoughts or I don't know. That's so. That's such a. Um such a perspective driven statement i don't know it's a protective thing yeah of course it really is it's gonna be yeah. weird yeah it's gonna be weird Thank God i won't have to i won't be around you're barely halfway done oh my god seriously <laughs> please i hope i'm more than halfway done <laughs> barely halfway done barely at the rate my dad's going, yeah, that's, that's probably saying. really and, true. That's <laughs> <sighs> what I'm saying. Know, it's exhausting to think I have another 40 years. Oh, yeah, easily. E yeah, it yeah. could be easily. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep, 100%. They, uh, I say they say, I keep hearing this, uh, this, this, uh, little, Who are little snippet. <laughs> This little snippet bantered about that the person who is going to the first person to live to 140 already has been born. I don't know if, what the what the truth to that is, but it's not like how do they know? Well, it's they say that to drive home the perspective that our advancements in uh, technology and healthcare, gene editing, CRISPR, all of this bleeding edge, insanely highly technical advancements those those are all happening. And most of it's not happening, well, not most of it, but uh, per percentage wise, so much of it is happening outside of the United States. And some countries would be like, yes, push it to the absolute max all the time. Some people probably have a little bit more nuance, but yeah, like innovation never, it, it doesn't slow down. Like it's just getting better. And we're just going to have to grapple with it. I yeah. was, uh, you can uh, talk about cars. I was, I've been thinking a lot about this. Um, having relatively recently got a uh, uh, a different car, 
that I told, I uh, had this thought that when uh, Jason Keen and Matilda are of driving age, the cars that have just come out in the last year or so that are so awesome are going to be like their default cars, which is kind of funny. And that is kind of funny. But also <laughs> it's been true. Yeah, it's been true forever. I mean, not forever, but yeah. true for decades. And it's just funny for me to like think about the highly, all of the advancements, all of the, 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 the highly specialized computer uh uh, integrations and all of that it's just going to be you like yeah there's the thing and i'm you know curious where it all goes but then i got to thinking about some of these decisions that uh countries and auto manufacturers have been making and announcing over the last month have you heard any heard any of this i probably haven't paid i probably heard but didn't pay attention so i could be wrong i'm pretty positive about france but i'm i'm, I'm less sure about germany maybe some of the nordic countries but france for sure and i think the the rest of them have said that they will disallow uh combustion based uh combustion engine auto sales yes. by 2040 Yes, I did hear yeah, that. Yeah. And then like Volvo and maybe Audi and a couple other car manufacturers say that they will be uh, either all hybrid in just a couple of years or all electric by, you know, 15 years or so. That amazes me. So my thing, my my first thought is what do they do with all the old cars that are still running on gas? in 2040 because there will be some well sure i mean well here that's kind of where i went it's like what is that what does that look like and so i tried to spin it forward well you'll have a you know a significant part of the population who is all in on electric and is ready to rock and there'll be probably be some sort of some sort of assistance and or uh, try to break down barriers somehow, either financial or or infrastructure wise, to make sure that you know the uh, that the charging stations and whatnot are where people need them. But yeah, you'll still have some holdouts. You'll still have some people who will be selling uh, selling diesel and and gasoline. And but they'll keep be as the numbers of cars that use that become less and less. Those like those options are just going to become less and less as well because they're not going to be there. I mean, it's not like tractors and combines and shit like that is ever, I mean, not ever, but eventually they will get to be electric powered somehow. I can imagine that. Well, I mean, I don't know. I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But so there's always going to be a need for that fuel in some capacity or another, but it might be like how it is with electric charging stations now, especially in places like the Midwest, where it's like, yeah, there's just a couple and you got to go like maybe go out of your way to uh, to do that. If you don't have it at your home, I can easily see like delivery services, people. <laughs> can, can you imagine <laughs> pulling up an app on your phone? You're, you're the you're one of the, the last few guys on your block driving around uh, an 81 you know, Thunderbird or something like that, <laughs> you know, just really clinging to it still. You're like, no, no, this yeah, is still yeah. this is still the way it's supposed to be. The you man up, can't <laughs> rule me. You pull up an app on your phone, you know, diesels are us or gasoline are us and say, hey, I need four gallons or I need five gallons. Can you drive over to my uh, to my home and, and, and gas it up? It's the it's the blue it's the blue thunderbird outside <laughs> and um, the price is going to be like 12 bucks a gallon i mean right. yeah it's going to be really really expensive and yeah so it's just yeah i just think it's going to 
fade into the distance. It'll happen slowly at first, and then all of a sudden, and then there'll be some last, you know, holdouts that uh, people will write news pieces and think pieces of uh, in, in 15, 20 years where they'll go out and interview, uh, you know, the, some of the last car shows uh, that are in existence, and, you know, they'll hear people my age you know then talk about what it was like growing up with cars and da, 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 and <laughs> yeah like i can totally see this whole thing of like the world not necessarily passing that by but definitely evolving and changing and it's just not gonna be it's just not gonna be there anymore like nascar and all those racing yeah, I didn't think about it from that. You still have that. I, I, that as you it. were just talking, it popped in my head. Like, yeah, what are they going to do with that? Well, maybe by then, electric cars oh, yeah. will be able to go super fast. And... For sure. I mean, those, those those machines are so so amazing. Anyway, I don't like yeah. NASCAR one bit, but I can still... Well, I think I, it's stupid. I can still appreciate and be in awe of the level of mechanical engineering yeah. sophistication that, that goes into making those cars do what they do. True, true. The, it is spectacular. I just think watching or NASCAR racing is boring. <laughs> it is just so long and yeah, just not my cup of tea. Nope. I didn't expect to go off on that tangent. I like I that. Know, really. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> All right. So, any other thoughts? Uh, any other thoughts? Anything that you want to clarify? I can't think of anything right now. I'm sure it'll come up. Other than we're getting to the point like um, things will be starting to get a little hazy for me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying. I talked to Sarah a little bit last night about it. What'd she say? She says, well, I'm going to have to listen and I'll give you my two cents worth. And I'm like, that's fine. Um, she talked to her about coming on the show. Hi, Sarah. Hey, Sarah. Uh, I do every once in a while. All right, so I think I just need to say something inflammatory to her at some point uh. that'll go on as as record, <laughs> and she will need to come on to 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 fix it. And I, I'm positive I'll be able to do so at some oh, point, sure. especially especially when we get to the part of her graduating from high school, because uh. holy cow. <laughs> Good God, Sarah. Good God. Good good God. Good God. Yeah, I hardly even remember. <laughs> All right, take it away, Mom. Oh, Jesus. Okay, so I think we left off like right before Thanksgiving, if memory serves me. But I'll backtrack a little bit. Yeah, that's what I'm, yeah. Back, yeah. Back, backtrack so, it up. All so, the way back. Okay, so one of the biggest fights we had was, um, I was in therapy. Um... I I think I was still with living at Seward just for a little bit. And my biggest thing is I knew he was having he was going on this trip. Uh the one that we talked about that was supposed mm-hmm. to be a farm trip, you know. And the thing of it was, I and I totally forgot about this until I was talking to Sarah last night, that the trip was going to be over he was going to be gone on our anniversary. Mm. 
And I think that was Dick our. Moved in. Yeah, no fuck right. Um, so it was going to be. Let me just think about this. Like our twenty sixth anniversary, I think. Um. And I was super, obviously, yeah, it was our 26th anniversary. I was super upset. I just, he, and, you know, just, he would not cave, you know. And, um, and by then, you know, I, I knew that he was chit-chatting, you know, on the internet and all that. But I didn't put two to two together that he was going to be, he was going to go over there, you know, and, um, he just would not budge. He just, you know, had to go, had to go, had to go. And so Sarah and I, we spent our anniversary having supper together at the page in great men. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a bonding moment for me and Sarah. And, um, so then he came home and, you know, I'd, by then I already moved back and then he apologized, you know, begging forgiveness, mm-hmm. tears, you know, all that. And so, and that was like right before Thanksgiving. And I don't even remember the Thanksgiving, actually. Thanks, I know. What year is it? 2005. Right. And so, but we had Thanksgiving, all, you know, the family was there. Well, my family, because by then, uh, both grandmas had passed, Mm -hmm. you know, and, um, so like I said, I don't really remember that Thanksgiving really. Where was it? It was at the farm. Mm Mm-hmm. And I just, you know, we just went through the motions. I think, mm-hmm. I think, I think I, I was feeling better about us, but I, but there's always just that nagging, like, uh, yeah, I don't think this is right. I think, yeah, there wasn't the feel of total reconciliation between us. I mean, we were a little better, but. Yeah. And then, um, and then Christmas came and went, you know, I got the boots, I bought him a freaking (laughs) TV. Not that I'm bitter at all. No, (laughs) I love those boots. So, (laughs) (laughs) um, so then, um, we took a trip, dad and I, we, it was over, It was over New Year's holiday. We decided kind of as a, let's just start things over, kind of a, mm. a reset. You know, we would go and we went down to um, Santa I think we went to Santa Fe, you know, for, I don't know, four or five days. I had a really good time. 
you know, he did get sick. He always got sick on trips. Bless his heart. That that, that is accurate. It is very accurate. I don't know what it, what it is, but he always got sick and, um, came home. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think when we came home, that was also, um, there was a car show at century two. And so we swung by and, Lorenzo Lamas nah. was one of them. So I got my picture taken with him. How funny Nice. That? Yeah, I think that's what that was. And came home. So that was January. And things kind of stalemated and not much progress. And I could tell that he was, you know, he was kind of back to his old self and you know, when you get up in the freaking middle of the night to, you know, get on the internet and do your chit-chatting because of that time difference, you know, it kind of like, because I remember, this is, see, this is how crazy I was. Wake up, he was in bed, so I would sneak down the hall and just peer around the corner of the kitchen, you know, and the mm-hmm. computer was right there, you know, and he was on there, you know, just typing away and stuff, so I knew he was... He was talking to her again, and um, but he would never really confirm or deny, you know. And uh, so the week of Valentine's Day, it was the seventeenth of of February. It was a Friday. I came home from work. And dad sitting at the kitchen table, and and as soon as I walked in, I knew shit was going to happen. And he just sat there, and he's like, I just want you to know I filed for divorce today. Whoa. Yeah. He says, and you'll get your papers on Monday. I ask that they not serve you papers. You can go and pick them up at Brock's. Wow. So I totally just fucking lost it. And I'd left. I mean, I just drove around for hours and yeah. hours and came back. And I, I think him and Sarah went to get something to eat or something. I don't even remember. Um, And then Saturday morning, knock comes to the door. Sarah answers it. And it's the sheriff's department with my papers rude rude and sarah we talked about this last night she was like yeah she's oh yeah i remember that day she says the doorbell rang because they come to the front door which you know a is not good (laughs) (laughs) nobody came to the front door and she saw it was the sheriff's department and she was like oh my god what did i do you know yeah, yeah that's that's the appropriate trouble. reaction be like shit yes. what do they got on me now yeah sarah. and <laughs> yeah, sarah they probably when she answered the door they probably say hey sarah how's it going you know they'd been there a few times and um so then dad was really pissed that they started him cuz um they weren't supposed to. And Sarah said she even, when she worked at Brock's office, she she went through the divorce file. And that, and that was one of the orders. They, they were not supposed to do that. So that was just devastating. And um, 
So I went to Joanne's because I think we were going to do something. I don't remember, but it seemed like me and her were going to do something with dad. And so I told her. And, and I just want to remind everybody that like nobody knew what was going on between me and Randy. Nobody knew. All my craziness, all my thoughts, my whatever, I just kept to myself. I didn't tell anybody I think we're having problems. I didn't tell anybody I think he's having an affair. On the outside, when we would go out, because, you know, mind you, we're still going to cards. Yeah. Um, nobody except for maybe one couple, which I refuse to name. Um, knew anything was going on. So when it came out that we were getting a divorce, it was crazy. <laughs> Small town community. Everyone yeah. figured it out right yeah. away. As soon as I it came did, out. I did call Debbie and talk to her one night, you know, bawling hysterically. Um, and then Great Bend, I don't know if other small towns, I don't know if big towns do this, and it's a horrible practice, but businesses can receive, and I don't, like I said, I don't know if they still do it, but at that time, businesses could receive, um, I can't remember what they called it, it was something rag, like gossip rag or something, from the county. And it would, you know, I think it lists, you know, who died, like for the month, mm -hmm. or who got married and who got divorced. Why? And it, well, it's public knowledge, and why? Why they would just, they want that? In case it, you know, it, I don't. Uh, um, I don't know. I don't know. Okay, as long as we both understand, uh, it doesn't really seem like there's a lot of advantage to getting that. That's right. weird. It's super, weird. I mean, yeah, if it's in the paper, it's in the paper. Fine, but hmm. yeah, but this Odd. is, but yeah. So it was like the next week, Sarah and I were, we were in Walmart, and my supervisor, um, came up to me because I still were I was working at the bank, and again, I didn't tell anybody what was going on and she came up to me as I was checking out and she was like oh my god why didn't you tell me I just found out that you and Randy are getting a divorce it's like oh oh shit. go fuck yourself yeah seriously there's nothing to do with you yeah you know Sarah's standing right there and it's weird between us and it's yeah it was awful so then you know people proceeded to come and talk to me and everybody was telling me you know what a jackass randy was and what's he thinking what's he doing why is he doing this what the hell's going on what are you gonna do blah 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 you know it was horrid 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 it seemed like, you know, it was stupid, but, you know, there's Team Denise and Team Randy. Well, obviously, Team Denise had more <laughs> members because they didn't understand. I mean, 
he didn't say anything. He didn't tell anybody anything, you know, what he was doing. Um, it was so weird. Just, yeah. it's like the twilight zone. Yeah. And so, uh, the divorce was final in April. So it just took, just took 60 days. <laughs> wow. It, yeah. It was super fast. I didn't have a lawyer because he talked me out of it because it cost me money. And, you know, we tried, and him and Brock had already divided everything and gave me the list. And, um, and so as we were going through the divorce, I stayed at the farm. In fact, the last holiday we had at the farm with you and Cassie was Easter. Yeah, I remember that very much. Yeah. And I remember trying to keep up appearances because I had already moved downstairs because the basement had a big bedroom and had everything. And that was basically my living quarters other than <laughs> other than kitchen. And I honestly don't even remember day-to-day driving back to the farm because Sarah was in and out so much and Really, what did I, I don't even remember what I did. Did I just go downstairs and hang out? I don't remember cooking. I don't remember much of anything other than going through stuff and packing things up. That room, that bedroom downstairs was just full of boxes and on the, um, but when you guys came home for Easter, you know, dad and I talked and it was like, how weird is this? Should I'm sleeping downstairs. He's sleeping upstairs in the room. Should maybe I should go back upstairs for the weekend to make it seem more normal? This is how s- screwed up we both were. Yeah. Again, lies, subterfuge, <laughs> misdirection. Yeah. And so I did for that weekend. Ugh. Yeah. Because. I don't know why. I don't know. Wh- I don't know what we were thinking. We weren't thinking. We were just. I don't know. And, um, and I remember that weekend because by, so back up a little bit. So then I'd find a place to live. Yeah. Cause I was being kicked out. Um, he helped me. He went and looked at apartments and houses with me. He helped me with the house, you know, with, working with the realtor. It was so bizarre. It's another project. So another project for him to it help was you a, out on. That is very true. Yeah. Very true. And so we'll back up a little yeah. bit. I had that uh, before Christmas. Was it before Christmas or after New Year's we got back? Remember I had that little uh, mini. No, I had, we had that mini Cooper and then we, um, yeah, had the Mini Cooper, mm-hmm. and nobody in Great Bend could work on it. We always had to come to Wichita get the oil changed and, and everything. And so that's when he started looking for another vehicle, and we bought that Cadillac. Mm-hmm. Dope Cadillac. Back in the uh, yeah, day. it was. It was shitty in, in snow. That's why I got rid of it. But <laughs> uh, but we bought that in Great Bend. You know, and at the time I didn't think anything about it, but 
to his credit, I know why he did that. Mm-hmm. Was so I wouldn't have to mess with trying, you know, if I had any problems or anything, I wouldn't have to worry about getting it to Wichita to get it fixed. Well, sure, yeah. You know, so in a, in a way, he was super considerate, super, you know, make sure I was taken care of. <laughs> but then I'm kicking her out of the house. Right. Because <laughs> I got me a little internet thing going on. <laughs> so, so strange. I mean, so many mixed messages. So many mixed messages. It's no wonder I was crazy. Yeah. So we got the car, you know, so. Um, so then, like I said, he, he, I was still living at the house, packing up. You know, and I'm sure we had maybe conversations. I don't know. I wish I could remember. This is where it just gets really weird. I just, I just don't remember. I don't remember anything about my birthday because that was in March. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. I'm sure I just did something with Dad and Joanne, you know, in the Deweys. Yeah. I'm sure that's what it was. I don't even know if Sarah was even around then. Um, just feeling very lost, totally depressed, crazy. Um, just, yeah, just total loss. And um, so got the house. He helped me move in. Um, I sold your ass some furniture. Hmm? Said I sold your ass some furniture. Yes, you did. Yeah, <laughs> that you did. That was really nice. Yeah, I got some pretty dope furniture there after that first year. Super comfy. Yeah, it was. <laughs> if I ever move again, I want something like that again. When, not if. Yeah, when. Anyway. Um, anyway. <laughs> um. So. So the day after. Easter weekend. You guys had gone back to Wichita. Mm-hmm. I went back down stairs. And I remember him coming down to wake me up to go to work. And it was like 7.30 or 7 or something like that. He sat on the bed, woke me up. And he's like, I just want you to know that today's the day the divorce will be final. I was like, what? And I said, well, you didn't tell me. He's like, no. He says, I didn't want to tell you because I didn't want to run the weekend. I didn't want you to have that on your mind, what that was going to be today. He said, he says, and you don't have to be there. He says, I'm going to be there. You don't need to show up. And so I didn't. I mean, he literally took it, took control of everything. And There's interesting parallels between our first couple of episodes and this episode. <laughs> yeah. That's just what he was. And so, yeah, I went to work and knowing that by noonish or so that the divorce was final. And again, I had to go back to the farm because I was still living there. But I was getting ready to close on the house, I think, like that next, like another week or two. Yeah. Because I remember showing you and Cassie the house. Mm -hmm. I I do remember that. 
and uh in town and um but yeah i was still living there and i i will tell you if i i wish i would have never done that but it was the safest easiest wish you never would have done which part stayed there during those two months but it was the safest. I just, I just felt like I was falling off the face of the earth, and I needed something to. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't think that that was a bad kind idea. Of grab onto. Yeah. Um. Because I think you know, like at work, you know, I use this those two months because I was not full time at work. Oh yeah, I was just part time. So you know, we had to get that taken care of at work. I didn't have insurance. I didn't. Yeah, just tons of shit you don't even think about. Well, you do. You do now, but yeah, <laughs> you weren't but thinking just, about it. Yeah. I wasn't thinking about it, and so i you know used that time to help me with that and like i said he helped me with the house and moving in and so then after we moved i moved out and literally well the house i bought had old furniture because it was an estate the gal had died and her family just they made you know i made an offer to buy the furniture as part of the price of the house and Mm -hmm. thank god i mean there was because when i left the farm i had my clothes my grandma's table my granddad grandma's uh cabinet little china Mm -hmm. cabinet and my clothes yeah that was it that's after 26 years that's all i had yeah heavy yeah yeah do you did do you ever did you ever feel like you were settled in a life living there in that house in that house yeah or did it like feel temporary i guess i can only draw a conclusion when i moved out here and cassandra and i were splitting up it just never felt like i i had no real ownership of of it or uh... i didn't feel like it was it was mine it just felt very temporary and purgatory-ish Well, I didn't feel like it was going to be my forever home, really. I I mean, I liked the house. It was really, it was nice. Sometimes I think, ah, shit, I should have never moved to Wichita. I should have just stuck it out and stayed there. Um, Gross. <laughs> but then I would never met, you know, learned about rain and dirty martinis. Seriously. <laughs> I wouldn't have. So I'm just saying. True. It's very true. <laughs> um. So, so when, so I moved in, so that was in April and then, and then Sarah graduated in May and 
I have finally, finally, finally released some of the guilt from me about screwing up her senior year. Mm-hmm. Not all. Yeah, no. not really sure you can take blame <laughs> for that. Well, you had such a wonderful senior year. So happy. <laughs> and, and hers, I just felt like, was just a fucked up mess. And it was. <laughs> she was. I was. I'm sure we were the fucking talk of Hoisington. <laughs> No, you, I mean, no, for sure you weren't because you got to remember, like, there's other people that live there and they don't care and they've got their own shit going on. Remember when I was in middle school, Barton County was like number three, uh, uh the, the, the ranked top three for uh, meth production. There's a lot <laughs> of shit going on in, in no, that county. And it's then, still bad. And then, and now, yeah, exactly. So it's like, no, there's plenty of worse people <laughs> doing much worse things. I stand and, behind that statement very, very strongly. But it was, I just feel like she was robbed so much. So those two months I still, I lived at the farm, you know, she was acting out and, you know, she would wake up and like, I am not going to school today. And I was like, fine, I don't care. What? I'll call you in sick. Oh, yeah. I didn't care. Because I didn't have the energy. True. I didn't have the valid. energy. It's valid. Withdrawn. Withdrawn, Your Honor. Withdrawn. All I cared, and I remember asking her, is like, okay, if you don't, if you skip school today, are you still going to be able to graduate? And she literally had it, like, down to exactly what she needed, how many days she could miss, down to science, that she could still graduate. Only so, she would take some of that energy and pour it into <laughs> the other side. Yeah, and I and I got calls from the school. She was acting out, you know, cussing out her teacher. And, what? Oh yeah. What? That's it. She needs to come on and explain herself. I didn't. Yeah. I, again, and I, I remember, had no idea. I didn't know any of this. I remember she was she? trying to leave school. And Gloria called me, the secretary at the school, and she's like, she is, you know, she wants to leave right now. And I was like, I don't care. Let her leave. I don't care. And so they did, because I told them to let her go. And I think she, Cole went off and whatever. I don't know. So there was just so much shit. I was just like, I don't even care. So I just, I just feel like she was so robbed. But we had, you know... We had to do the parent thing, even though we were divorced, and make sure, you know, she had her um, her reception, which was <laughs> fucked up. That um, was very strange. It was very who odd. Who you think? I hardly even remember. I remember being very upset. Um. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that that's <laughs> a whole nother story about her reception. Uh, but like Randy's sister and aunt were there, but they didn't sit with me and Randy. And Randy and I sat together. And uh, I remember at your graduation, you know, I was bawling. I was so happy. I was so proud. And I was like, I miss you and everything. And Sarah's, I was like, oh, thank God. Thank God she's graduating. <laughs> Thank God it's over. And Maggie at graduation, because I went, helped Sarah and Maggie and 
couple others, you know, kind of get ready. And Maggie put something on the on her cap. I can't remember what it was. I don't know if it was a beer thing or something. And they refused to give her her diploma until she had yeah. to serve like some community service or something. And so there's all that drama because Maggie and Sarah was, yeah. Um, and so we had the reception and I was furious because Randy's two shit ass friends were there and they were, the three of them were all huddled together, you know, I'm sure bitterly talking about what a bitch I was. And who the fuck are these motherfuckers? Oh, who do you think? I have no idea. Ray and Tina. Mm. Shitheads. Yeah. Fuckers. Mm. Yeah, I hate them. I dislike them very much. Hate's a strong word. You can't use hate. You, you seem to feel very strongly about this. I do. I do. Yeah. They could drop off the face of the earth and the world would be a better place. Yikes. But I am not bitter. No, um, no, not at all. <laughs> and so then, you know, Aunt Candy and Florine were there and my family was there, I, I think. <laughs> I don't remember. I just remember being in such turmoil and hurt and craziness and feeling bad because this is not what I wanted for Sarah. I mean, it was just a tornado full of feelings. I just, I felt so out of control. So out of control. And then I remember. Then I remember cleaned up, and then went to the farm. And we, you know, years later, before we'd bought a bottle of wine to open up for Sarah's graduation. You mm-hmm. know, I vaguely remember. I think I stopped by the house and we did take a shot of it or something, and that was it. Then I went home. Hmm. I think. You think? I think. I don't remember. Were you getting any pharmaceutical help at this point? Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I didn't. <laughs> did. I, I mean, just that's yeah. a legitimate question. It's it, clear, it very is. clear that it you were is. depressed, and I was hoping it, that you yeah, were getting very, some help. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it really helped all that much. It. it I think it. It helped calm some of the voices in my head that were screaming at me constantly. Because they were, I was just literally. I just felt like I was going insane. And I don't know if that's what insane sounds like, but to me, that's what it it felt like. And um, so that was May. Cole went off to, oh, Cole was in basic training at that time. And Cole is, was, Cole, Cole was. Cole was Sarah's boyfriend at the time. And he was, he, he went to Germany in, in August, I believe. So in that time between Sarah's graduation, and so she stayed at the farm so okay so this is this is something so i told you that dad told me that you and sarah were fine with the divorce yeah yeah. and that 
and nobody understood why I was so upset. And so I will put this in the mix. And then Sarah, under court order, oh yeah, I'm sorry. Little things keep popping up. But when we actually had to go through parenting, a parenting class <laughs> before the divorce could be final. Because Sarah was eight, she was 18, but she was still in school. And she and dad had custody of her. He had full custody of her for those few months. And so even though she was 18, she was still in school and dad, and it was in the papers that he had custody of her. We had to go to a parenting class. And so here we are, old geezers with all these young kids. And you had to go around and say, you know, how old your kids were and stuff, you know, and two, five, seven, one, you know, I'm pregnant, whatever. Yeah. Oh, she's 18. And they would look at us like, what are you doing here? Like, it was court ordered. We had to be here. It was the stupidest thing ever, ever. It was ridiculous. So, so after graduation, Sarah chose to stay at the farm. And I was just so hurt. And honestly, I felt betrayed by both of you. And because, A, you and I weren't talking that much. Not like we are now. Mm -hmm. And I just felt so betrayed by my children that they didn't fuck care if their mom and dad were, were divorced. They didn't care that... I was by myself. They didn't care that I was struggling. Sarah chose to stay at the farm. Because <laughs> she said, your mom, you take care of yourself. Dad doesn't know how. Hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry. And that just hurt me so much. I just didn't understand. And so, so I was just merely existing. Sarah and I would fight on the phone and she'd come in and see me. We had a big fight at at my house. I'm sure the neighbors really enjoyed having me there. I can't remember what the fight was about, actually. She had that silver Mustang. Remember? Vaguely, yeah. And I can't remember. She had come in to see me. I don't know. I don't think she spent the night or anything. I don't really remember. But I just remember we had a huge fight, yelling, screaming, and she walked off and got in the car. And I didn't want her to leave because we need to get this figured out. And I jumped on the hood of her car. Good God, keep- mother. Oh, my God. I was insane. I tell you, I was insane. To keep her from going, from leaving. Well, do you think that stopped her? Of course not. No. She started driving off with me on the car. I finally called your dad and he 
And like I said, I don't even know what the fight was about. It was probably about dad and Cole. I'm sure it was. It always was. And yeah. So see, you didn't miss shit. <laughs> you should be so thankful you didn't you weren't around for all that. It, yeah, like as a note about not talking like again, I didn't know what you were going through. I didn't know. I didn't know right. how to handle any of this. Exactly. You were a young kid. I didn't know. I had no I mean, obviously right. hindsight. And I and it, I understand you know. that now. Oh, I understand I that. that now. You know. But all in my mind was that dad was just poisoning you and Sarah with whatever he was telling you. Yeah. Your mom's crazy, she's a bitch, I can't stand her, blah blah blah. Uh so so on that end, you know, that's how Sarah and I uh, <laughs> were acting out towards each other. And then one day she called me. It was the end of June, right before 4th of July. And she was like, she's like, hey, she said, I have cash. She says, I'll pay you, but I need your credit card because I'm bringing Cole home for the 4th of July because he was in I think he's in Georgia finishing up his basic training you know mm -hmm. and so we met at Subway and ordered her, ordered his tickets and then she's like oh and by the way we're getting married on July 3rd that's why I'm bringing him home she made all the arrangements at the courthouse, everything, and um, so that's what they did. He brought her home. Dad and I went to the courthouse. Granddad was there. I think Joy and Kenny might have been there. Um. Yeah, I think they were. So they had a ceremony at the courthouse. It's two stupid kids. They got married, and then we had the reception. Her friends had a reception. She was, oh, in the meantime, during high school, Sarah was working at Homefield as a Oh, yeah, I forgot waitress. about that. Yeah, during school. And so that's what she was doing a lot, a lot of times. And so we had, the re we had supper and reception there. And um, that was weird. Yeah. You know, Dad and I, because things were still pretty tough between us. And um, so from so from July to. To August, I think Sarah continued to stay at the farm, but in the meantime, so then, so now your dad was, you know, he would call me for lunch. He'd come pick me up for lunch at work, and we would go and have lunch. He would stop by the house, you know, probably a couple times a week to chit chat, to talk, you know. He would stop by work, you know. Sometimes it was business. Sometimes it wasn't. Sometimes it was just. 
like nothing had ever happened. Weird. Yeah. And, I mean, we actually even went kind of like on a date. The Calcaras had their, one of their summer things where they had the movie outside and everyone brought food and lawn chairs and stuff. And we both had been invited separately, obviously. And I remember dad calling me. He's like, well, you know, I'm, I want to go out there. I don't see a reason why you don't go out there. I don't see a reason why we both go, you know, we just go out together. What? <laughs> I know. And sure as shit, that's what we did. He came, picked me up, up. We went out there, sat together, visited with friends separately, you know. And I know the PR friends are like, what the fuck? <laughs> what are they doing? They are so stupid. And yeah, but we would. I mean, we would continue to see each other socially. Um, yeah, that's so weird now. But he he would tell me he didn't understand. You know, he didn't understand why I was still so upset. <laughs> he and he kept. <laughs> Say you know everything's fine we're fine <laughs> everything's fine and then he would tell me and i i can't even count how many times he told me this he would say you just don't know he says maybe in five years i realized that i made the biggest mistake of my life and we'll be back together you can't just do some you can't just say shit like that dad i know so, so in my heart, I was just like, and, and so the reason I didn't get a lawyer, the reason I didn't fight him on anything, the reason I probably stayed in Great Bend as long as I did was because I just thought in my heart that if I just did everything he wanted, if I just complied with everything he asked for, hmm. that if he would say, I fucked up, can we get back together? I would have in a heartbeat. And I remember Debbie's like, Denise, you can't. You can't. She says, I know you want to. I, she says, but if he ever does that, you cannot go back. Right. She, and I was like, it's logically, over. yes, yeah. that sounds like it. But emotionally, I, I probably would have. Yeah. I really would have. And so... So in the meantime, Sarah, she was packing up... The, the her stuff out of the farm and i did go oh yeah in the summer i think i told you you know i was freaking mowing his yard as he was he would go to the races the i would go out to hell <laughs> i know so see but then again but see i think that all played in you know he gave me you know he paid me to to mow once a week or every other week or whatever and i was just like okay <laughs> just do this i'll just do this you know prove that i still love him which i did mm, i hated yeah. him and i loved him and so sarah was packing up and then her and dad got in a fight because there was some stuff she would take out of her room he didn't want her to take it because you know by then we realized that yeah he was he was redoing the nest Right. For his new family. 
And so then she moved in with me for, you know, I don't know, it was just probably a couple weeks or so before she moved to Germany. So, yeah, I mean, it was a fucky year. So, you know, the divorce, her graduation was a disaster. Uh, Moving out, then her moving out and literally running away to another country for three years. Yeah. I just felt so, so lonely. And so all I had was just dad and Joanne and, you know, and the Deweys. And when we took Sarah to the airport, so her friends, um, oh, Callie, Slayton's sister, and Maggie and Corliss. Corliss was still in high school. Maggie and, and Callie weren't. They graduated with Sarah. Um, Corliss kind of became my my new daughter. <laughs> because they, they would spend some summertime, you know, evenings when Sarah yeah. would get off the farm. She would come in and they would all just meet at my house and... I was the cool parent because I didn't fuck care. And, you know, they had alcohol, but nobody drove. Everybody stayed there. They just crashed, you know, and it was just. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, she's admitting to committing felonies on the podcast. Yeah, it's fine. I am. Yeah, what are they going to do? <laughs> um, so getting Sarah packed up and Maggie was there because i think she spent the night i think her and callie spent the night there just so they could help sarah and one last time you know and as we were packing the car up you know randy came picked us up and sarah's like oh yeah by the way uh maggie's moving in with you tonight so when you get home she'll she'll be at at my house (laughs) because she she was having problems of her own with her parents and all thing and um so yeah, so I had an instant roommate, and so she was in and out of the house. Corliss was in and out, you know, but Corliss was always working. That's one thing about that girl; she works all the time. And so I, then I just started on this strange, weird, weird life, you know, between lunches and stuff with your dad and doing that and being a mom to these young girls and taking care of them. And it was just weird. Yeah. That's pretty fucking strange. I've either forgotten or didn't really know about the, uh, the moving in part. Yeah. Yeah. There's, that's one thing you have a, had a talent for is collecting, (laughs) <laughs> girls wayward, like that yeah, yeah exactly I mean, like, yeah. Uh, Denise Fuqua's home for wayward girls and it's misfits and misfits <laughs> yeah exactly that's exactly it and then Sarah she would um, her and Cole would come home like at Christmas time and stuff and um, but it was just It was just a strange few 
few years. And so continue on after Sarah left. And then I was totally devastated again, because again, I felt like I was being abandoned mm-hmm. again. Um, Your dad went over there. Who was in the f- August, September, maybe like that. I can't remember. Um, it's probably September-ish. And he'd gone over there for several weeks and came back. And one of his buddies called me at work and wouldn't know how I was doing. And I was like, you know, fine, whatever. And he was like, well, he said, I got off, you know, I talked to Randy and he told me all about his trip and... Um, that he had asked her to marry him, and I didn't know that. Hmm. So I left work early because this is like mid afternoon, and I left work early and I raced to the farm because I was no, so no. pissed. Oh, yeah. So we had another huge fight. Why didn't he tell me what, you know, what the fuck? And. Because even then, I mean, even then, he, like, still never really, like, came up with a whole story about about her. Oh, yeah, that's pretty, uh, pretty never. clear. Like, it's still not, yeah. you still don't have all the details, even at this yeah, point. Yeah, and I, and I never did have all the details, ever. And so, so we, you know, fighting and yelling and screaming, and I want to know all the fucking gory details, you know, how did he ask her? What were they doing? What you know? What weird. did the ring look it's a like? Weird, mom. I know, but girls do that. I you guess, know. but doesn't make it not weird. It, yeah, because I know how we, how he asked me to get you know to marry him. And of course, his was in my mind. Years ago, you're right. Yeah, that's right. It was 25 <laughs> plus years ago. Yeah, <laughs> it's beside the point. <laughs> But, you know, the way he described it and described her was just like, you know, she was, you know. This I, you mo- had the conversation. Oh, my God. Uh, yes. I, yes, at, I at know. At the point in time where he needs to shut the fuck up, it's probably yeah, that and one. He, yeah, and he didn't. You're he in a rage, you know. and he's just dumping And he's dumping on more. The, How uh, he got on one knee no, my, and proposed no, no, to her. No, no, uh, this, And this is, she's uh, beautiful. She's like, uh, oh, it was uh, horrible. It was just like, just. Again, there's a time and place for that story. It's not in that moment. Yeah. Well, it was. So again, again, I just felt like shit and just like I was just being discarded and. And I was pissed at the friend for telling me this. I don't know why people seem to think that they have a right to do that to other people, but so yeah and so then again crazy denise again you know and um it's so fairly natural reaction all things considered <laughs> i gotta say you need to be a little easier on yourself oh i beat myself up all the time so i can't remember when he brought her brought her here i think it was like in november or something i honestly don't even remember i do 
Okay, well, that's fine. <laughs> I don't need to know the exact date. Well, I don't remember um, the date. I just remember when it happened. Yeah. Um, um, oh, what was I, where was I going with this? Oh, I do remember and so when he finally you know told me as he was he was bringing her here and that they were going to get married and she was already here oh yeah oh yeah this is oh this is another little story i'll tell after this um how bizarre my life was i think in december because i think they were going he told me that they were good they had to get married by the end of the year from what i remember and so I hadn't changed my last name. I kept it as, as Schwartz. And so I was like, there's no fucking way that there's going to be two, you know, former Rand Mrs. Randy Schwartz and, and a new one. And so I want, I want my maiden name back. And he could not understand. He did not get why I needed that. Weird. He's like, what difference does it make? It's fine. You know, just keep it. It seems like you're finally trying to take a little bit of control over it on your own terms. A little bit. Yeah. That was kind of like my first step. And I don't even think, and years later, it dawned on me, I don't even think I even discussed it with you you girls. (laughs) Sorry. How dare you? (laughs) I know, really. With you and Sarah. No. (laughs) Okay. Again. Per the track record. (laughs) Not that I would have had anything to say about it anyway. It's like, uh, it's so non-consequential to me at that point, or even now especially, that I'd be like, yeah, whatever, whatever you want. It's fine. Like, it doesn't, doesn't, didn't really matter. I, yeah, I was having some, around this time, I was having a similar conversation with Cassandra about her name. So it's, yeah, it just wasn't, um. I don't know if I would have said anything other than, yeah, do what you want. Yeah. Well, he, your dad, he just never understood why we all just couldn't be good friends. (laughs) And in the, and in the end, I mean, I wouldn't say that her and I were good friends, but we were able to talk to each other. Yeah. You become, and after the emotion's gone, you can be adults about it if you choose to. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, it was right before Christmas and Brock McPherson's office called. And so your dad, I told him he had to take care of, take care of it all. He had to get the papers going, call Brock, get it done. He said he'd pay for it, which was very nice of him. And uh, I remember it was like the week before Christmas and I got a call from the, from Brock's office for me to come down, sign some papers that they uh, had everything drawn up so I could change my name back. Nice. So that was kind of like my Christmas present. And then again, this is very emotional and I bawled, you know, mm-hmm. all day at work about it and all. And um, yeah. So... They went and got married. And then I was still, I was at the main bank by then. I switched 
locations and your dad come in it was sometime during spring and it just pissed all the girls off at the bank because he'd come in like once a week just to talk to me and of course by then everybody hated him yeah right and he would come in and talk and so we would just always kind of stand in the lobby and chit chat and uh tanya had been taking english lessons at some point after she moved here, I guess. And we were, Randy and I were standing there. And this could have been like a year later. I don't remember. But this this just stands out in my mind because it was kind of funny, kind of. Him and I were standing there talking. The instructor comes in because she's a customer of the bank. And she sees Randy not knowing who I am. And she comes up to Randy and is like, oh, how is Tanya feeling? I hear she's under the weather. We just love her. She is such an amazing woman. And we are so happy to have her in the community. And your How did you dad, not just go, like, how did you just not explode? Like, spontaneously combust. Literally explode. I, I don't know. <laughs> but the only pleasure I was getting was seeing how uncomfortable your dad was. He probably was wishing the floor would just open up and just swallow all of us. <laughs> yeah. Because you know how he got mm -hmm. a little fidgety, his hands in the pocket, and, you know, and he wasn't really saying anything to her. So she's probably thinking, what the hell's wrong with you? Right. And, you know, and it was a little comical. Kind of, sort of. <laughs> Admitsed all of the stuff that was yelling in my head. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I just wanted to tell her, like, you want to know who I am? <laughs> Bitch, do you know who I am? Yeah, really. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know how I survived that year. Uh, it's because you never give yourself enough credit. <clears throat> there was one time, and I'll tell you this, and don't judge me mm -hmm. at all. I was on, uh, and, I, and I ended up, I think, by the end of the year... I did take myself off of medication, which was probably not the wisest thing nope, to do. Nope. But I did. I I I think after 2006, I kind of weaned my. I just I didn't wean. I just quit taking stuff, and um, I lived on Tylenol PM and Excedrin PM pretty heavily. Yeah, because but, that because that's ideal. Because that helps. That's ideal. But there was one point that summer. I'm not very proud of it, but I was at 10th and Main in the car, and I think I was going back to work, and I was waiting to turn on to Main Street, and there was a semi coming, and for the split second, I was hurting so much and so upset. I just thought, was like, why don't I just pull out in front hmm. of me? And just fucking end it. But the instant I thought that, then I thought, well, I can't do that to the kids. I appreciate that. But it was so real. I just yeah. was like, how can I just, I, I don't think I could go on. I'm sure you know, people feel that all the, all the time. 
just probably more often than they want to admit. Yeah. So that takes us to pretty much to the end of 2006. <laughs> it's a good ass episode, mom. Oh my God. Walker. How you feel? Uh, exhausted. Yeah. But. But we all made it somehow. Yeah. Yeah, we did. And, and like I said, you know, he ended up. You know, your dad and I continued to talk quite often. Yeah, I want to talk more about how, like, a return to, like, or a new, the new normal after that. That's what I want to talk about next, next time I do. Because I think that that will, uh, I, I, just hearing just little bits and and starting to remember some things. It's really not all that uncommon or different from the way Cassandra and I uh, talk and interact. So right. that that's going to be interesting to get into. Yeah, it's it's kind of weird because I know some divorced people absolutely cannot talk to to each other mm-hmm. at all, other than through lawyers or even that. So I do want people to know that we did end up, I don't know, not reconciling, but I don't know what you call it, but... I don't know. Yeah. Because, I think we... Like, yeah, it just came like... Um, we came friends, to an okay maybe? place. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, got friends. to a good place. Right. Got to a yeah. good place. Yeah, we did. We got to a good place. Thank goodness. I'm very thankful we did. Because mm-hmm. that would have been horrid. Yeah, that... Ugh. I don't. I can't even think about it. If yeah. if we hadn't gotten there, because I don't think I, I don't think I could have stood that. No. Let's wrap it up, Mom. Yeah, please. <laughs> I love you. Oh, I love you too, Walker. All right. Bye. Okay. is a killer she might be a thriller but torture is the price you pay she read you out all night and day punch her in the future she'll kick you in the past make you count for minutes this is gonna hurt this is gonna last Forever, some things are for good. Some things you should try this once, and some things, well, you never should. You better lose that number, you better.
never call You better take another look Cause what you got 